Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, I apologize for that, and it probably sounded just doubly bad because I have been a little bit sick this week. I got hit pretty darn hard on Sunday with, well, partly is my fault because here's the thing. I woke up Sunday morning and I was like, okay, awesome. I'm having an allergy day, which if you know me, you know it happens pretty frequently. I'm like basically allergic to every tree, everything that's in the air outside in Washington, especially. So I wake up and I'm like, whatever, I'm having an allergy day. I'll take some medicine. I'll be fine later in the day. This has happened to me a million times. And also, my mom made an appointment for all of us to go and get our COVID boosters that day. So I was like, well, I'm not sick, so it's fine. Go to get the booster. And by the way, was the most painful shot that I have ever gotten. Felt like she broke the needle off in my arm. And she walks us through the whole spiel of, you know, you're probably going to have a fever or whatever, some achiness, but it'll go away. That's I've had it in the past, like every shot that I've gotten. So I was kind of just like expecting that. Well... I think I was sick <laughs> and I got my booster. So <laughs> I definitely had a fever that night. I woke up the next day just like, you know, that feeling where it, it's almost like you're cemented to your bed. You just feel so heavy and congested. Anyways, so it's been a week for me. So I apologize if I sound a little bit um, congested. Also, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed because... <laughs> The other day I was on Instagram just scrolling and I saw this really cute Carhartt beanie come up in an ad and it was this really pretty shade of blue and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. It's one of those things. I'm going to go on Amazon and just buy it right now. It was like 15 bucks, so it wasn't that big of a deal. And so I buy it and it's going to get here Friday. Great. And then two days later, I'm just unloading the dishwasher with my mom and I have this moment where I'm like, oh my God, Alicia. I realized I have the hat. I literally already owned the hat. Like, <laughs> which I guess I have good taste because obviously I liked the hat if I bought it instantly. But I, it, it's maybe like a smidgen of a shade of a different blue. And the logo's blue. And my, the one I have is the normal Carhartt. But like, I literally was like, are you joking, Alicia? seriously and I wear the hat all the time too how could I possibly forget that I have the hat anyways that's just a little dumb Alicia moment um but I also want to say you know what is not cool I'll tell you this little story this little anecdote before we get into the thick of it um my mom has been looking for a new sectional couch for like our family room and it's like the room we sit and watch TV in, you know, and she's been looking forever and it has to kind of be like a particular shape and length of couch, obviously, for just how our the room is set up. But she found the perfect one on Facebook Marketplace and she offered the lady above asking and the lady was like, yeah, awesome. When can you come get it? My mom said, OK, six o'clock tonight. And Anyways, this was last Tuesday and they had it all set up and the lady was like, okay, I'll like send you my address at 4.30 when I'm off work. And so, I mean, 4.30 rolls around, no address. Also, let me note, my mom went after work and pulled out hundreds of dollars in cash for this couch. And then when she got home, we moved our old couches and everything into the garage and rearranged the living room so that it was ready for the couch. 
you probably know where <laughs> this story's going. Anyways, um, so yeah, 5.30 rolls around, still no address. So finally, 6 o'clock rolls around and we're supposed to go. And my mom messages the lady and she's like, hey, are we still good to come get it? Literally leaves her on red. So we're thinking, awesome. So now we literally have a naked living room. Nowhere to sit and watch television tonight, but okay. And then the next day, I'm feeling, you know, a little rebellious, whatever. I, I go and make an offer on Facebook Marketplace just to see if she'll sell the couch to me. I'm also looking on offer up for a different couch <laughs> and I find the same listing, but it's for $50 less. So I'm thinking, oh, heck yeah, I just found a bargain. So I message this girl on OfferUp too, and I'm like, hey, I'll pay you this much for it. And she goes, perfect. Almost instantly replies to me, perfect. I'm like, awesome. When's a good time for you to come and get it? And she responds this snarky message and is like, for me to come and get it? And then sends another one, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I worded that wrong. I meant when's a good time for you, for me to come and get it. Leaves me on red. So then I go to my marketplace, she replies to that, and I'm thinking, this lady doesn't know I'm the same person, <laughs> whatever, and she goes, uh, yes, this couch is still available, and so I said, okay, when can I come and get it? Worded it right this time, of course. It leaves me on red, and I'm thinking, what are you, what are you trying to do besides ruin people's lives, but she, in her listing, it literally says, I need to get rid of this by the end of September. I'm moving. Please, serious inquiries only. I don't have time to mess around. I'm thinking, all you are doing is messing around, woman. Like, <laughs> anyways, isn't that just the craziest, saddest story? So we're still on the couch, huh? If you see one, let me know. Um, but anyways, I just had to share that story because we've been dying. Also, oh my gosh, the saga continues. So yesterday, my sister texts our family group chat and and it's on offer up listed for $200 more. I was like, what are you doing? Do you need to get rid of the couch or not? Mind you, it also was not worth, it really, I mean, it's a nice couch, but it's not that nice. Stop playing games. You're the one playing games. Anyways, okay, um, we're just gonna, we're gonna hop right into it. Okay, so today's topic, um, I I think I'm in a toxic relationship with social media. Is basically, <laughs> sorry if I uh, steered you wrong, but um, I really, lately I've been thinking a lot about this and just how much I consume, especially being sick. There was a couple days where I truly was just in bed for most of the day. And I got super bored and I was telling my mom this when you're sick. It's so funny because you wake up and you just kind of lay around and you watch TV. And I've told you I'm watching Gilmore Girls and you at some point are kind of like, oh, I'm so bored of watching TV. And so you get up and do something else. And then this happens to me after like 30 minutes or an hour of like making breakfast or something. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I need to watch some TV. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so it's just funny but I've been on my phone a lot I've been you know scrolling the TikTok and to be honest I probably I, I actually I know I do that a lot normally even when I'm not sick so wake up call but 
Anyways, some things that I've been thinking about I wanted to share with you are just the way that social media has kind of evolved since I got on it, which was like early Facebook days. I never was a MySpace girl, but I was on Facebook in fifth grade. And it it has truly, truly changed so much. And I don't think I realize how much it is just causing my mind to spin. So anyways, I'm just going to dive into that a little bit. But yeah, I got... Facebook in fifth grade, I remember it was a big deal that my parents let me get it. And I was super jacked because I was able to add my crush on or on Facebook. Gosh, uh, should I do a name reveal? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, so yeah, I got to add my crush on Facebook, see what they were up to. Like, and God knows I posted so many things on Facebook, like way too many things on Facebook. I was an open book my digital footprint is insanely large. Just don't ever Google me, please. Promise me you never will because I truly don't know what will come up. But I was just, I had no shame, which I i love that about myself, at least about my younger self, that I just would post literally whatever I wanted. And I mean, at that point, like Facebook was the thing. Um, Instagram, I don't even remember if it was like a little bit later Instagram came out or if it already existed but it just Instagram was where you kind of posted your food you know and so Facebook was the thing I had all my older family members and like some of my friends from school and I was transitioning to middle school so it was cool to be able to you know keep in touch so yeah I would keep up with people on Facebook blah 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 then Instagram started to be the thing and honestly for like so many years in high school Twitter was our place And I mean, I would post pictures there. I would subtweet people like all this crap. And I mean, there was so much Twitter drama in high school, I remember. And I was honestly the subject of of quite a bit of it. People were not very nice to me because I was a leadership kid. People were not nice. It's, It's weird to think because I have Twitter now. I don't touch it. Like I literally I don't ever go on it. But that's what my dad uses. And he follows news on there and he has these pun accounts that he um, reads us stuff off of every night. (laughs) So it's interesting to see the generational things that are going on there. But I mean, really, Instagram has always been my favorite app to use just because I like the pictures. I don't always love the words. (laughs) So I just like to be able to scroll and you can just look at the pictures if you want and just see what people are up to. Facebook has just become... I don't even know. I don't, first of all, I see like five people's stuff. That's it. And it's all political. So I'm like, get me out of here. I should just delete it. But um, Instagram has always been my fave and it changes like every month, I feel like. But, you know, I also have really become a TikTok girl. I, I do love what TikTok has to offer. And just the fact that it is completely endless, you can mindlessly scroll for as long as you want and not even know that you're doing it for two hours. I love that. (laughs) I love to get sucked into the black hole. It's just very interesting to think about the ways that we are consuming social media now because I feel like it used to be mainly pictures and just kind of keeping up with like what's going on in people's lives. And honestly, I feel like the biggest thing people used to struggle with with social media was just that comparison aspect. Like you would see these crazy travel accounts and be like oh my god like why doesn't my life look like that I just want to be rich so I can travel or blah 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 and now it's 
it's similar in a way where like you can for sure see the things that you might be jealous of, you know, the way other people live their lives or what they own or what they're able to buy. But it's more so like, I don't know. I feel like everybody's trying to prove something. To be honest, not everybody, because you get you get places like TikTok where a huge positive for TikTok t- to me is that I'm always laughing when I'm on it. I'm pretty much guaranteed to have a good time. <laughs> but like, I know I'm going to see something that's funny. And I love like sending that to, you know, a handful of people who have the same humor as I do. But at the same time, it's like every other video is a self-help video, especially on my algorithm, because that's just what I'm into. And that has been, I thought it was this amazing thing because I justified spending so much time on TikTok because I was like, well, I'm learning stuff. It's like reading a book. There's all these psychologists coming up on my page or there's all these estheticians telling me about skincare and all of these things so that's truly how I justified it I was like well I feel like I'm learning stuff when I get off the app I'm either gonna go buy something that's gonna help me or I'm gonna implement a new practice into my life you know whatever but recently (laughs) I've been kind of trying to face the music is it any of that actually helping me have I picked up any new habits no absolutely not I have not and That's because I am so overwhelmed with the information that is being dished to me, especially through TikTok. I feel like Instagram has just changed in terms of what it offers. All I see is ads. All I see is reels. And I just, I don't know. It's not my favorite. I want to stay connected to my friends. That's why I have Instagram. And it doesn't feel like it's filling that anymore. So TikTok has become very dangerous because as much as it is this pot of endless information and and I truly think like it's not all bad obviously I think that it's been really cool to see in real time how one person's experience can help somebody else just the fact that you're able to see somebody from a different side of the country post something that worked for their health journey or they struggled with an autoimmune disease or something like that and they post what they did to kind of help them along that journey and then you can literally see somebody duet and say I did this and it helped me too and the doctor never would have told me that that's super cool and that's also dangerous because for some reason I tell myself that is going to be my story with every single thing that I see on this app. I'm going to heal every zit. I'm going to get rid of my lack of motivation. I'm going to become a runner. I'm going to become a weightlifter. I'm also going to do yoga. I'm going to become a a podcaster. Here I am. (laughs) I'm going to become a writer. I'm going to become a speaker. I'm also going to be a teacher. So I follow a bunch of teachers. I'm going to be a clinical psychologist. I'm going to be a therapist. All of these things. Like the list literally goes on for me. And I'm sure it does for you too. Of It's not bad to be motivated. But sometimes we have to compartmentalize <laughs> things and boil them down. Because I truly have learned that too much information is worse than not enough honestly because at least when you don't know anything you're hungry to learn and you kind of have to do some of the work yourself whereas when all this stuff is being just thrown to me 
it all sticks. <laughs> like it literally all sticks. And please don't come for me if you're an astrology girly. But that's kind of what it reminds me of is your horoscope. If you're searching for something, you most likely will find an answer that soothes whatever you are trying to figure out. So I think it relates back to our desire to find a quick fix for things or to just have instant gratification. And so you go onto TikTok and you see a video that's like, I'm a psychologist. Do you want to know why you are sad and depressed and lonely and never go outside? Well, your gut health is crap. And because I'm looking for something to help me not feel so lonely, I'm like, okay, here I go. I gotta get rid of these parasites. <laughs> I get off the app and and instead of making a a bullet list of the things I need to do that day or the things that I want to try and implement. I do nothing because I am so insanely overwhelmed with all these things I want to do. And I will say, particularly in the health realm, um, again, like I said, I think it's super valuable to be able to hear people's personal testimonies and the things that have worked for them because I, I know that sometimes doctors they don't spend the time to actually like hear your story and get to know you and offer you things that are going to truly help. They just give you a pill, which sucks, honestly. Um, but at the same time, just because it worked for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And so I've had this struggle of, I mean, I don't know if, if um, it's familiar to you, but at least on my side of TikTok, I'm on the don't eat any oil, don't eat like processed anything, basically just eat dirt and all this stuff. And so it's, it's just really frustrating to me because at first it was this insight of, oh my gosh, I never knew that. No wonder I feel like crap all the time because I'm eating all of these things that are made with canola oil or whatever. The sunflower oil is so bad for you. And maybe it is, I don't know. But at first, it was this insightful, life-changing thing. And then I realized, um, well, one, everything is made with these types of oils. And if it's not, it's double the price. So that's not exactly sustainable for like anybody unless you're rich. But also, it opened up this world of I'm going to completely change my body, my lifestyle, everything using this information that I'm learning. But it is way too much and so either one I'm I'm like starving myself from the things that I enjoy eating because I'm terrified that it's going to make my gut inflamed or I'm spending all this money to create this crazy diet that's still unfulfilling and that I don't even know if it's going to work for me it's just too much and that's just one example. I think that there's so many other areas that we can like find education in that we obviously have a good intention in trying to implement and soak in. And like I said, it's both. There's positives and negatives to all of this stuff. But I'm just sharing with you the point that I've come to where I'm overwhelmed. And it is not humanly possible for me to try and implement all these things that I'm learning. So obviously it's up to your own reflection and your own life and kind of analyzing the areas that you can implement something. Also, what's that fact? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's like 
but you have to do something, I don't know, a million trillion times to form a new habit. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, everybody says it all the time. And it, it, it's true. I mean, obviously, there's scientific data to back that up. But the fact that I think that I am going to walk away from these 10 TikTok videos that I save, by the way, thinking that I will go back and watch them. Never. I have probably a million TikTok videos saved. That proves it to you right there that I think I'm going to conquer everything all at once because I I've saved that many and I've maybe gone and referred to 10 videos on TikTok ever that I've saved. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, it takes a lot to form a new habit especially when it has to do with your mental health or your physical health. And again, it's not a cookie cutter thing, so you don't even know if it's going to work for you. I think that I'm going to walk away even just with 10 new things and implement them all. And it's going to just drastically improve my life. And I can't even do one thing because I lose focus or I get overwhelmed or I'm like, this is just way too much. So The point is that maybe we just need to humble ourselves a little bit, but the problem is that in my eyes, social media has become this giant pot of consumerism. And so as much as knowledge and education is totally power and it's amazing, it's also become what we're consuming in just these like crazy levels and so sometimes we don't fully understand how that's impacting our brain our mental health even just uh feeling bad about ourselves and so because it's not that old form of comparison that we would find on social media of that like direct and explicit way of us looking at somebody's picture and being like i want that because it has to do with a positive change in your life or improvement or whatever, we don't look at it as comparison, but it is. And so if we know that comparing ourselves is ultimately a negative thing, usually, sometimes not, but usually, then it's like, why are we subjecting ourselves to consuming so much information and we just aren't aware of how it impacts us day to day. All that I'm aware of is that I feel groggier and less motivated than ever, to be honest. So it's got to be partly something that I am actively doing and um, exposing myself (laughs) to. But it's just interesting because even the way that we interact with our friends now is through them posting a video of something they bought. And I'm like, oh, now I'm going to go and buy that. I'm like, what? Is that my friendship? (laughs) You know what I mean? I miss just seeing what um, people are up to and just what they're doing and they're not trying to sell me anything. You know what I mean? I just I'm kind of frustrated sometimes because it, it does feel like the only way I connect with other people is through like consumerism. And besides those couple videos on TikToks that my friends do that just make me laugh or it's a stupid dance or whatever, I feel like everything I see is an ad for something. It's an ad for a pair of pants, a bag, something in the kitchen, um, something for my dog or a lifestyle that somebody lives, the house they live in. It's all just making me feel like crap about my life. 
<laughs> and like I said, I almost feel like I'm blind to it sometimes because it doesn't feel negative. It doesn't really feel like a problem because instead of older age of social media where you're just kind of sad that you don't have the life somebody else has, now it's like I'm sad that I don't have their life but here is the format. Here is everything that they have bought or developed to curate their lifestyle on a silver platter and it's in my Amazon storefront and you can have it all and then you will be happy. But that's just not true because we are all different. And again, what works for somebody else doesn't always work for us. I feel like I get so busy trying to literally have the same aesthetic as somebody else or or buying the same stuff as them. And I think that it's going to make me feel like I'm this whole cool person. But then I just have spent all my money and I feel unoriginal. And don't get me wrong. I think it's such a cool thing that so many people are able to make an income through social media and they're able to share their favorite products or sustainable brands, things like that. This is not me bashing anyone whatsoever. It's purely just me kind of trying to explore where is the boundary of where I end and another person begins. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to paint social media as this horrible thing, but I am trying to become more aware of how it's affecting me and in my relationships because ultimately social media was built to connect us and to give us opportunities to connect with people that we may have never met before or that have things in common with us or just to keep up with the friends that, um, you know, live in other states. And that's especially relevant for me right now as I just moved. But I don't feel connected at all. I feel subjected. (laughs) I don't know. And another thing that has just it just frustrates me is this whole cancel culture particularly I can speak to it in like the church world because that's kind of where I've seen it that's like a lot of the accounts I follow also why does it feel like I don't know I this kind of rubs me the wrong way and I'm gonna actually talk about this in a different podcast but just how churches use social media I just don't know how I feel about it anymore And I think that my perspective has changed a lot on it because like, of course, I want I want churches to get their name out there and and open their doors to people who may have never, you know, known that they existed. And it could be like a really safe, great place for them. But I also just feel like sometimes they overdo it on the social media aspect. And I don't know. Anyways, I'm still exploring how I feel about that. That's just a little little caveat. But back to this whole idea of cancel culture, we all know about stuff so fast when it happens. Like word travels so fast. And I guess an example is, I don't know if you know about the Try Guys stuff. I didn't even know who they were before this kind of um, scandal happened around their company. But basically, you know, they had a falling out with one of their members because of some decisions that he had made. And so... Now it's three of them, not four, and it's just all over TikTok. And as horrible as that experience is for everyone involved, and there needs to be accountability, we are just so quick because it's behind a screen and because we'll never have direct contact with that person. 
we're so quick to shame people and it's just so easy on social media. I think that we do it almost implicitly on accident and and a lot of things have happened like that in the last couple of months. Like I, again, I'm on TikTok a lot. So I've been seeing the stuff about Adam Levine and just all these people in pop culture and celebrity figures that have made some pretty bad choices and it affects people in their lives and that that sucks and again accountability needed but shame is not accountability and shame also is not the cure to the problem it's the cause of the problem it's just hard to watch and to watch at a distance but it's also very easy to contribute to cancel culture or shame culture almost. I agree that people need to be honest with the decisions that they've made and make different decisions moving forward and, you know, kind of find some ownership over the things that they've done. But I just, I literally can't imagine what it would be like to go through something like that in front of everybody Because there's probably a million decisions that I've made in the past that would have gotten me canceled. (laughs) I don't know. Like, little things. That's all it takes sometimes. But I would not have been able to process those things or spend that valuable time kind of looking inward if I was on a platform like that. So it's just kind of scary to me that we, we, I say we because me included, we're so quick to jump to that just shaming people and I think we think that that shame or the canceling empowers the other person involved when maybe that's true for a minute but it's like that's not offering them any true anything you can support somebody without blowing it up into this entire negative scandal thing so anyways that's my two cents on that It just, it sucks sometimes that social media is what it is. And I, moving forward, am going to create some different boundaries for myself to try and be gentler to myself about what my internal dialogue is when I'm watching certain videos or if I'm speaking negatively about my own life because of something that I learned or saw or whatever. And here's the funny thing is you're probably expecting me to give you a list of the things that I'm going to do now to protect myself (laughs) from social media or to set boundaries with myself. Uh, But I don't, I don't have one. (laughs) I don't yet. Uh, I also find that that is another area in which I struggle in. Sometimes my lists are too big. So for now, I'm exploring the topic with you. I'm verbally processing. I'm figuring out how I feel. And I'm going to go from there. I will definitely keep you updated if I have any advancements in this area or if I find something that is helpful to me, whether that be a time limit. See, that doesn't even feel like it would be very efficient because I'm still just watching a bunch of stuff. But anyways, again, I don't have it all figured out and that's the entire point of this podcast. So if you do, please let me know. And I hope that moving forward, we can all at least try to be a little more intentional with how we're using social media um, or even just being 
aware of our reactions to the things that we're seeing. Because here's the thing. I feel very convicted by this. The fact that I can send somebody's post to somebody else without them knowing or, you know, that's dangerous to me. And I say that because I can honestly admit that in the past I have I have used that to communicate with somebody else some not so nice things, you know, and we just have to be real here. I know we've all done it and I don't want to be like that. I don't want to give myself that outlet. I I just don't think it's necessary and it doesn't help anybody. So again, moving forward, I hope that at least we all walk away from this podcast, if you made it this far, with more intentionality in how we are consuming and just more awareness about how we're reacting. So consuming, reacting. And yeah. Also, I just have to say thanks for listening. (laughs) It means a lot. We hit 2,000 downloads, which is really cool and very unexpected to me. I've really enjoyed this outlet and people have just said really kind things to me about how they're relating to the things that I'm sharing and that is the whole goal. So I just want to say thank you and I love you very much and I hope you have the best weekend ever. Okay, bye. Bye.